Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Here's another thing that I'm I'm a, I'm a, I'm a harp on when it comes down to young guys and with this team and that they, they have a lot of time. That's not true. That's not true. Because remember, I was on the Oklahoma City team with James Harden, Kevin Durant, and Russell Westbrook. And everybody kept saying when we went to the finals, boy, they future going to be bright. This team is going to be, you know, in it for the long haul. And what happened? At any given moment, a guy could ask or request a trade or be in trade rumors. And again, the fans, the city of Boston, the city of champions, Stephen A., they not trying to hear about what's going to happen and how bright the future is and they still got time. They talking about now can you get it done? If Kevin Durant was available and he would have requested to get traded to the Celtics, we already know that that young duo would have got broken up ASAP. But don't come give me this about it's time. Well, it's a lot of time, well, and they got time. Good for Perk. Good for Perk. That was him today on First Take. I forget where he was. Somewhere on ESPN. It was Stephen A. It was? I believe so. So he was on there earlier today saying, yeah, don't tell me the Celtics have a bunch of time and no pressure on them. The Celtics have a ton of pressure on them. And he compared it to his time in Oklahoma City. It's the worst comparison you can draw up. <laughs> it's not a good one. Nope. It's not a good one. I- I've brought up Oklahoma City before. You guys hear me. I bring up Phoenix constantly. And Phoenix went out and has Kevin Durant. Maybe that started their conversation again. How about again. the Clippers? Yeah. There's I mean, any number of them you but, can bring but up. But Phoenix was just in the finals two years ago, and everybody assumed they were going back. I thought they were going to win it going into the playoffs last year. And they lost in the second round to Luka. And a bunch of nobodies. I guess Jalen Brunson, who beat the Celtics the other night, now with the New York Knicks. And it's Adam Jones, Megan Adelini, Christian Arcan, Jones, Mego with Arcan, here on WEEI. We're taking you up until 6 o'clock with all your phone calls. 617-779-7937. I, I hope they're feeling pressure to win and win soon. And I heard Wiggy, and Wiggy, if you're listening, I'm giving you credit for this. I heard Wiggy bring this up the other day. To Greg Hill, he said, which team in the city has more pressure, the Celtics or the Bruins? And I forget how Wiggy specifically answered. But I thought it was an interesting question. Yosemite? And, again, I'm giving Wiggy credit for it. I do think the Celtics have more pressure on them because, well, one, you were in the finals last year. Two, even though the players are younger, you have to appeal to keep Jalen Brown. Like, you're under pressure to keep Jalen Brown here. And if you don't win and win soon... I don't know that you're going to keep him here. He's sacrificing in his own words to win a championship, I think. But if you keep coming up short, you can lose anywhere. You can go come up short elsewhere and be the main guy on your team. You don't have to be the second banana. You don't have to be the backup to Jason Tatum. That doesn't have to be you. So the longer you go without winning, the more likely it is that exactly what happens to Oklahoma City happens here. They split up Westbrook and Durant and Harden. Abaka, same thing starts happening here. And Jalen Brown would be, to me, under a microscope. The Celtics have a lot of pressure on them to win this year. They've been expected to win. The Bruins are now getting to the point where they're expected to win. But even still, I think a lot of the fans look at it and go, eh, it's hockey. Eh, weird things happen in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Eh, President's Trophy winners lose all the time, just like Brad Marchand told you earlier this hour. 
I do think there should be a lot of pressure on the Celtics, and I'm happy Perk said it. I'm happy he went there, and I'm happy he brought up the Oklahoma City comparison because I think it's a lot of time, well, and they got time. I think it's a cautionary tale. They don't have a lot of time. You've got to win now to keep Jalen Brown here, I think. I think it's even just Celtics fans who are waiting around since 2008 who are watching that going, okay, that group, that big three underperformed in the long run in terms of how many championships they got. And then you go in and you get Kyrie Irving for IT. Like, nobody expected much out of those bridgy Celtics. It was a fun watch, but nobody expected that much. And then you go get Kyrie, and you have this whole lineup. And you remember the uh, the preseason lineup? Ooh, who beats this starting yeah, five? Yeah, yeah. Right. You know? And yeah. it was like a curse, that, that phrase. Because then it came back to bite you. And I know injuries and everything, but... That that felt like a window that slammed shut really quickly. But then it was like, okay, there's hope on the horizon with this young duo, with this group that they're building around it. Rob Williams coming up, looking like the physical freak that he is and the defensive powerhouse that he is. And now it feels like the expectation to me isn't just win one, win one this year. It's like this is what dynasties are made of is this homegrown talent, this talent that you pluck out of the draft and you develop and you don't need to go out in free agency and overpay these guys and everything. But to your point, if you're going to go that way, you got to keep them here. And for Boston, it has to be the winning culture. Ooh, like yeah. the banners. They they have pressure on them. Are you starting to get nervous, Arkham? We talked about this the other day. Are you starting to get nervous that the Bucks now are ahead of the Celtics? Not just percentage points. They won again last night. They got Giannis back. So the pipe dream, if you were hoping that Giannis <laughs> is going to be out for a month or a chunk of time or the rest of the season or whatever, he's back. They were winning without him. Meanwhile, Celtics fans are crying about missing Jalen Brown for one night against the effing Knicks. They're beating the Suns without Giannis. Are you starting to get nervous about the Celtics and the way they've played? Um, not so much even that I'm worried about the way the Celtics have played. I'm worried more about the way the Bucks are playing. I think the Bucks are just so hot right now, and they've kept pace with the Celtics this entire season without their second-best player, and that's why I sort of lean Milwaukee right now. If the Celtics lost Jalen Brown for as long as Milwaukee lost Chris Middleton this year, then I think the Bucks would probably have like a seven- or eight-game lead over them in the Eastern Conference. I don't think that's even that hot of a take. Like I just think that's kind of obvious. Uh, Milwaukee doing what they've done this year and, and being able to do it. I mean, we talked about that playoff series last year and Middleton didn't play and it went seven games and if he played what would have happened well what would have happened if he played this whole year Milwaukee might be the team we're talking about as the far and away best team in the entire NBA right now so, I think that's probably it so Milwaukee's a threat Arkan actually said Milwaukee over Boston when we talked about this the other day or yesterday, earlier this week it was yesterday okay I knew we said it this week you said Milwaukee over Boston we all agree Milwaukee's a threat is the, the team, threat. Is the team they're playing tonight a threat? Is Cleveland yes. a threat? Definitely. Yes, and I'm looking... Well, like, hang on. Definitely are. I we're, think they definitely so are. As of today, if you're asking, my answer is yes, but my answer might change in a week. If, they, if the Celtics take care of Cleveland in these next two games, they have them tonight at the Garden. They have them, I think, Monday in Cleveland. The Celtics can alleviate my fears if they play well against Cleveland and if they beat Cleveland and if they really box them around. But sitting here today, yeah, I think Cleveland's a threat. I think they're the only other threat in the East. Miami still scares me a little bit, just given the track record with them. I don't take Arkan Sixers seriously. The Nets are long gone. It's Milwaukee, and then it's maybe Cleveland. And I think we're really about to find out with Cleveland. But right now, the Celtics and the Cavs, I believe, I looked this up earlier today, I believe they have the two top scoring differentials in the NBA. Yeah, I think this... And the Cavs have all-star talent. They might not be deep, but they have all-star level talent. Jared Allen... Donovan Mitchell, Evan Mobley is going to be an all-star. Um, Garland was an all-star. Like, they have they have four all-star caliber players, which 
I think is even more than the Celtics. They also average fewest points given up against their opponent, too. They're, they're, they're holding teams to about 106 points a game. I mean, the next closest team is Miami at 108. Nobody is close to that. If the Celtics lose to the Cavs tonight, then I have real fear for where they're going. Because we talked about the last three games for Jason Tatum. I feel like it's a trend, and it's trending downward. He's back tonight. He has Jalen Brown back tonight, coming off of his first ever ejection, which I hated. And I, I think that this is where he shows the maturity the ret- on his return to be able to produce, to put this team away with Jalen Brown. Like, I, I keep hearing, you know, Missoula say, well, sometimes it's not your night. You know, sometimes the shots aren't falling. Yeah, right. Sometimes it's not your night. Okay, that's the old Doc Rivers make those, yeah, yeah. We, we've seen a lot of those. Like, I feel like it's been a little while since we saw, wow, this is the Celtics night. This is a night for that. Yep. Uh, by the way, talking about are we concerned about the Celtics, this kind of goes back to when we graded the team at the All-Star break. Like, this reminded me of that when I was reading Forsberg uh, yesterday. He says the Celtics set a lofty standard early in the year, one they've struggled to maintain. They started 21-5. and five. I think we were looking at it as 18-4. and four. I think that was our cutoff, but 21-5. and five to start the year, and the team's offense was on a historic pace. Was it true? We were talking about how good they were offensively, and can they sustain it, and are they the best offense? Which kind of sounds like the Bruins conversation we've been having. Since then, the Celtics' offense ranked 16th in the NBA. So despite having the fourth-best win percentage in the league since December 10th, trailing Denver, Philly, Arkan, and the Bucks, there's a general uneasiness as the team hasn't been able to sustain, uh, quite sustain, its early season swagger. Last year's launch started January 23rd, if we look at Boston's play since that point this year, we find a team that's only 9-6 and six overall with a 115.2 offensive rating, 16th in the NBA, and a 112 defensive rating, 8th in the NBA. Uh, I'm sorry, 6th in the NBA. So they just they haven't been as good after their hot start. And that, to me, is why I'm a little concerned. They just haven't had the extra gear they had early and in the season. And that was without Rob Williams. Early in the, the year? Beginning of the season. Yes, now they, they've had injuries all year, which would be probably the one thing Celtics fans would push back on Arkham when he points out Middleton. They've had injuries all year. They've only had their starting they five together Smart for like for four while. games. But, yeah, I just I don't think they've shown that extra gear they had early in the year, which is what makes me nervous. Can they get that back? Again, 617-779-7937. I will continue with all your feedback here. Celtics. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.